0: What's going on, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Manis, alongside co hosts, Jack Manis and Andrew Scheffler. Welcome back, Hogline Nation. We are here. Championship weekend is approaching on Sunday. Uh, we have the San Francisco 49ers coming to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. And we have the. Sorry, I forgot who was home for a second. It's the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday at six thirty. Um, how are you guys feeling? Uh, and I, I mean, I think this is a pretty consensus thought, but would you say these are the four best teams in football? Like yeah. it's deservedly so that these are in the these four in the championship.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um,
0: yeah, many people would have said Buffalo, but that was. Put to bed uh, mm-hmm. on Sunday when the Bengals pretty much dominated that game from start to finish. I mean, they had no point. Really, did it look like Buffalo had a, had had a pulse um, in that game? And uh, yeah, they really they really got uh, manhandled. I mean, it, it was just the the Bengals were able to do whatever they wanted. Really, I mean, Burrow was thrown all over them. Mixon was running the ball really well, and. Uh, yeah, that the the defense really, really has stepped up. And I think that's a main I know we're kind of jumping ahead of ourselves here. Well, I'm jumping ahead of myself here, but uh Bengals look really good. The defense I think looks even better than last year. I think that's a that's a big factor of why they're continuing on this run. Um anything else from the divisional round of the playoffs that you guys want to, you know bring up here I mean we had a couple of dud games uh, I wouldn't say a couple I mean yes the the Bengals bills was not as competitive as everyone thought it would be and the the Eagles game I guess Shreff, if you want to say a few words on that I mean that was a objectively boring game to watch for 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 most of America um, yes. even even so I mean it just it was not it was talk about a manhandling that was yeah
2: yeah it was it was was funny I mean for me it was it was very funny but it was like I mean and I I mean we talked about it on the show like I think going into the game pretty much everyone thought like Giants were playing their best football that they had been playing all season Eagles hadn't looked too hot the last couple weeks coming in and I mean you could add as soon as they went for that what was it fourth and nine fourth and eight from like the 40 something and they didn't get it it was like Oh man, this could get bad quick, and it, it did. I think, I think Philly scored touchdowns on four of their first five possessions, so it was it it was it got really boring really quickly. Luckily, I was on the right side of it as a fan. Um, but so definitely would have been more enjoyable to watch some more fun football. But uh, as an Eagles fan, I was I was delighted personally.
0: Yeah, you'll you'll I mean, you'll take a win at any in any fashion. Mm. Uh, and at, at any point really but especially in the playoffs just you you want to see your team advance at by any means any means necessary um but yeah you're right i mean we we were all in the giants we all picked them to cover uh we were all expecting a much more competitive game for for certain uh so so yeah eagles win 38 to 7 so that was just a complete beatdown um the other two games were pretty good i mean the jags and chiefs game was you know, the chiefs did, did the Jags ever lead Jack no, or they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. Um, did they even tie it? I'm trying to think. No, no. I mean, they were in it, um, for a large portion of the game. Yeah. They, it, it, they, they, they prove that they can kind of hang with them, uh, with Mahomes, which we'll get into when we preview the AFC championship game. But obviously if you were watching, you saw that he got his ankle rolled up on and, uh, you know, he, he, he missed the majority of the second quarter. Right. I mean, he came back at halftime. Right. Um
2: Yeah. I think it was, well, and yeah. he came in at the touchdown drive and I think that's when Reed told, like whatever, when he slammed his helmet or whatever happened on the sideline there. But, but that was because he had been on the sideline and then I think Reed told him to go down and get it looked at. So I think he, yeah, I think it was pretty much the whole second quarter and then he came back out for the, for the second half. Right. Um, and the Jags looked like
0: they were in it except Lawrence had that late interception. Uh, we had a Jamal Agnew fumble at the like five yard line, which was absolutely killer. It looked like they were knocking on the door once again. Um, but good year for the Jags, very good year for the Jags exceeded almost everyone's expectation. Even, you know, the super fans and their wild X wireless dreams. I don't think they could, uh. Really think they were making the playoffs, let alone win a playoff game and hang with the, you know, the presumably number one, the one, the one seed. So I say that's a very successful year for the Jags um, and we'll be seeing them much more to come in uh, the next decade or so. And the last game was the Cowboys Niners, a uh, very ugly game, low scoring uh, and four um, Niners come on top. I mean. I I'm really pissed. I'm really pissed. I didn't go with the Niners, man. Everything in my, every logical side of my brain said Niners to cover, but I just thought it was just a total, I was being a total contrarian and I should have just listened to my gut. That's all I have to say. Do you feel the same way, Shreft?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's a weird one because it's, it's something that hasn't really had. I know he's been getting piled on this week. Um, something that normally doesn't happen, which was, a, you know, Dak Prescott lost lost them a football game, um, and you know they they had plenty of chances to keep that game close, let alone win that game. And I mean, as a as a rival fan, the last like six minutes of that game were just so funny. It was like everything that could have gone wrong just just went wrong for him. And I mean, yeah, lo- looking back, I mean the Niners were clearly the more talented team as a whole, so it definitely wouldn't have been the worst bet of all time to to go the other way. But you know, overall, it was a I was. I was okay with the result. Yeah,
0: naturally. I, I, I would assume that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess the one thing I'll say is you both can answer. Do you think Brett Maher ever recovers from this, you know, two-week stretch? I mean, is this a case where he's just kind of mentally screwed up forever? I mean, it's just... I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. From a we've seen kickers go through mental lapses and some, you know, some slumps, but this is a whole new level.
1: Yeah. I don't foresee him being on the team next year. Kind of a question, kind of a statement. What do you guys think? No, no, I chance. don't think so. Um, no but chance. I. I feel like there's teams always need kicker. Like our, there's always a team that's de- desperate for a kicker. So he could maybe find his way back on a team at some point. Um, but yeah, it's tough. Is he old? I don't think he's that old. He's probably like what? Mid to upper he, 20s. Let me verify. I guess 28. He is uh 33. Uh, okay. But still doesn't really matter too much. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. It, yeah, I mean it, it's rough right now, and I, I think the Cowboys will definitely part ways with him. But, you know, kickers kind of come and go. Uh, there, there's ebbs and flows. He could definitely – he could find his way out. I wouldn't rule that out. It's just crazy because, I mean, you know, he got an extra point blocked. or fe- Was it field goal or extra point? It was an extra
1: point. Extra point.
0: It was but he blocked. made two field goals. It, yeah, it was blocked, but – if you look at the trajectory of that ball, it was not going to make it even if it wasn't blocked. Right. It was yeah, going okay. wide left. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, 49ers are moving on. And I guess that's a good segue as we get into the NFC championship here. Um, like I said, we have the Niners visiting Philadelphia. The Eagles are currently two and a half point favorites and the over-under sets at <clears throat> excuse me, 46 and a half. Where do we want to start with this? Uh, I guess before we get into the kind of previewing and saying our picks, I wanted to mention to the listeners that if you've been following along, uh, we are going to be picking player props in addition to our spread and total picks for today, just so we have a few more uh, picks on the board. And we'll be picking one from each game. And I think that's about it. That's the only new addition we're going to be making uh, for this week and, and the Super Bowl as well. So, um, I guess I'm in the lead. I overtook Shref. You did. uh, So, I guess I can... Should I go first? Sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, uh, this game is really interesting. I think, of the two, it was slightly harder for me to pick out of the AFC and NFC Championship game. Uh, I mean, I think i don't I don't want to put a percentage on this, but I'd say probably like seventy five percent of people had this as their n f c January chip game I think this is clearly the two best teams. It was the only two teams I could see making the super Bowl um from the n f c so it, it's it's really really close, and i mean everyone knows how each each one of us three feel about the teams in this game uh Ultimately here, I'm gonna be going with the Eagles to cover two and a half. Um it's it's really I think it's a coin flip. I really think it can go either way. Um, but I'm kind of deploying the same strategy that Shreff uh used last week with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, I call it the hedging the happiness bet. Um you know, if I win the bet, then then I'm one step closer to gaining that a hundred dollars. Uh, cumulatively from both of you, 50 each. Um, but if it loses, I will certainly take that as well. No offense, Shref. Um So that's kind of my logic there. I don't really have any numbers on this. I really do think it's uh, a 50-50. And two very talented teams, and uh, I could see it going either way. The Eagles, while we were concerned about them, they really kind of just silenced any doubt that people were having with that dominating performance. So... I think they're right back to the the echelon that we were thinking of them, you know, three uh, week 14 and prior. So that is my uh, my spread pick. I will be going with the under in this one. I do have a number on this, uh, a stat. I mean, total set at 46 and a half, as I just mentioned a minute ago. Um, and again, credit to my man, Locke and Cash Sports, who I, I bring up every single week on the show. He, I mean, I had a very good week. I, I led us in, in our picks at five and three, and I really went back to the old bread and butter of referencing him on, on the show. He gave us this one. Um, games in 2022 in which both teams average 130 or more rushing yards, the under is 5-0, uh, which makes sense. Teams that like running the ball and that can do it effectively bleed a lot of the clock. Uh, I think this game's going to be one in the trenches as, you know, both of these teams like to do uh, is dominate the, the line of scrimmage. And uh, I think it's I think 46.5 is a little too high. I mean, granted, these are two offenses that, when they're firing on all cylinders, are, are very potent, um, as shown by the 49ers two weeks ago and the Eagles last week. But uh, I think the defenses are going to – whoever wins this game, it's going to be because of the defense, and they're going to inhibit the opposing offense. Um, so I'm confident with that number, uh, in 46 and a half. And I, am very confident in that stat that I found. So, um, I'm going to go with that. And my prop this week is going to be in, uh, alignment with my, my spread pick. I'm going to go with Brock Purdy under 216 passing yards. He, I'm going to bank on, and I was partially right last week when I said, maybe this is a game when he comes back down to earth. Um, he did not have his best game by any stretch of the imagination. His uh, his passing total for this week is set at two sixteen and a half. He has only he started eight games so far, including the playoffs, and he has hit that over would have hit three out of the eight times. However, one of those times it was an overtime game, so he got a little bit of extra time there. And uh, I'm just going to bank on the fact that if the Eagles win this game, they're going to limit him and uh, keep him to around around two hundred. So I'm going to go with Brock party under for passing
1: yards. Cool. Chef, do you want to go or you want me to go? You want to finish us off?
2: Uh, I guess I'll go if, if, if we want to go in order of the records here. Oh, sure. Um, Subtle I, jab at
0: Jack. Cause that means he's no, 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 no,
2: no, no. I didn't mean like that. Come on, come on. Man. I know. We're I know. All, we're all friends here, boys. Um, I agree with a very good amount of what Mitchell said. Um, I am. Obviously nervous for this game. Uh, I think as a as the resident Eagles fan here, in terms of overall team who I was more scared of, obviously the Niners uh, as a team, they are an absolute uh, unit. But to be honest with you, as someone who has gotten a good amount of years of Dak Prescott playing against the Eagles, when it came down to the quarterback matchup, I, I, I definitely like the matchup against Purdy a little bit better um the Eagles defensive line has been one of the best units I mean in recent memory uh just based on stats alone but obviously uh, just watching them play every week you can see it too um they're gonna need a they're gonna need a big one this week uh I said it before the Giants game. if they could get after Daniel Jones and make him kind of make quick decisions and uh, kind of force some throws it could get ugly it did get ugly I think the same goes for Purdy uh obviously in this Cowboys game he was not completely without flaw Alice dropped a few could be picks um I'd hope and pray that the Eagles can take advantage of that because i think I think the defensive line is gonna allow for those opportunities to kind of present themselves um and then I mean on the offensive side for this game, at least for for Philly's sake, uh Jalen hurts is gonna have to be really really good uh I mean we saw i mean i I know I keep referencing him i Dak Prescott's a very good quarterback, and the Niners, the Niners defense made him look very silly throughout the entire game, um, and I think they can do that to any quarterback. Jalen Hurts very much included in that. Um, so he's going to have to be accurate. He's going to have to be making good decisions the entire day, and he's going to have to be able to avoid pressure. Nick Bosa, uh, as good as Lane Johnson is, I'm assuming that Nick Bosa is probably still going to play somewhat of a role in this game. So they're going to have to watch out for him big time. So that's my overall thoughts on the game. I, I think the, these teams, I think match up really evenly overall, and I, I honestly think it's going to come down to the. Obviously, you said the defense, but I think, I think both defenses are going to show up the way that they've been showing up. So I think the quarterback play is kind of going to determine a lot of the way that this game goes. In terms of my actual picks, um, Mitchell, to start off, I'm I'm lockstep with you here. I, I I like the Eagles minus two and a half. I. I want more than anything to do the to hedge the happiness, but this is a brain plus a heart bet. I This offense has looked unreal most of the season, obviously, mind you, like a couple weeks here and there. But overall, just an absolute juggernaut. I, I think no matter what, the Niners can slow them down. I don't think they're going to be able to completely stop them. And I think the Eagles' defense has been playing well enough that they're going to be able to at least contain the run and keep it close, if not uh, win the game, obviously. So I'm going to take a minus two and a half and then i like the under as well. Both of these teams um, at least going up against these defenses, i i have a hard time seeing a lot of like quick scores. I think i think the way that you're going to have to win this game is going to be by, you know, winning that time of possession and keeping your defense off off the field as much as you can because obviously i think both of these teams are going to be able to wear each other down with just running the ball and, you know, quick throws and all that fun stuff. So I like the under 46 and a half. And then in terms of my player prop, I'm going to go to the Eagles side of the football here. I'm going to take an over. I'm going to take Mr. AJ Brown's over 70 and a half receiving yards. Um, It's a, it's a higher number obviously. And it was obviously a little bit of a storyline of how he he didn't seem thrilled on the bench at certain times during the Giants game. I think, I think, you know, it happens a lot. I, I think overall it's, a tad blown out of proportion he seems fine i think he'll be more than okay but my thought of this if this entire thing is that if the eagles are going to win this game and i i trust the coaching staff enough i think they know that aj brown's going to need some targets he's going to need the ball in his hands and i think they're going to be able to find him i'd be i'd be shocked if he didn't come away with at least say seven or eight catches this game Something along those lines. That that's my that, that's kind of the line that I'm setting it around. So um, yeah, I'm going Eagles minus two and a half, under forty six and a half, AJ Brown over seventy and a half receiving yards.
0: Okay, Mister Third Place, what are your thoughts on the NFC Championship game?
1: Um, like you alluded to, Mitchell, or you didn't allude? You said it. I really do think it's a it's a toss up who's gonna win this game. As much as I'm rooting for the Niners, uh, I see the and like I believe the Niners can win. Like I think back to this Eagles team, they're good. uh, Looking at like Saturday night, they're scary. Niners, Brock Purdy particularly going into the link, that's a tough scene. But the Niners. Again, for the environment that i are going to be in against the team they're going against, uh, they're really, really good. This defense is the best defense the Eagles are going to face all year. Uh, their weapons are lethal. They beat the Eagles in a position matchup or comparison if you want to go running back and tight end, and I think that's where the Eagles can be, Eagles can be most vulnerable. Um, I don't see their linebacker, linebacking core being the strongest, and that is where Kittle could do his damage, and McCaffrey could eat as well. Um, so I'm gonna take the Niners, uh, because I'm just rooting too hard for it. I I don't I don't want to uh, do your method of hedging happiness, and I like that you guys are both on the Eagles because. I just can make up a game um, it goes the Niners' way. Um, to what Shreff said, how this game is going to be won with time and possession and the running game, to make an argument for the Niners, uh, the Niners' rush defense is second in the league, second to the Titans, who the Eagles played later in this season, and Miles Sanders had 24 rushing yards, uh, which is why he's my prop. Uh, under 55 and a half, I think I saw,
2: I think that's right. Yeah.
1: Um, so if you're, if what you said is correct, it's going to be when the game will be won by rushing the ball. Uh, I would take the Niners because their rush defense is second in terms of yards gained compared to the Eagles, which is middle of the pack at 16th. Uh, I like their running back better. I like their scheme a little better. Granted, the Eagles have a good rushing running scheme and a whole offense in general, but if I'm going to lead lean on who's better running attack, I'll go there. I'll give the Eagles the passing nod, but, um, I think it could be an ugly game. Two good defenses. Another reason to go the under, um,
0: you're also going the under too. I don't think, did you say that?
1: Uh, no, I didn't. So I'm going to go the Niners minus plus two and a half under 46 and a half, Miles Sanders I need to confirm that that's what it was. One second. 55 and, a half. 55 and a half. Okay, yeah. Those are my three picks. Okay. And I think That's all I got to say.
0: Wow, we're three for three on the under. Um, yeah. And it, 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 just a general trend as well that I forgot to mention before we started getting into these games uh, that the the over was five and one on wildcard weekend. And then in divisional round, the, the under was four. No. So, uh, that's pretty, it's pretty interesting. We saw the, like I said, I, I think I mentioned it last episode, the lines definitely looked like they were inflated. Um, and if people fell into the trap of betting overs because of the trend of wild card weekend, they, they lost. So in all four, so it'll be interesting to see if it's kind of a, a market correction, or what? What the deal is here? So, all right. So we have the AFC Championship game between the teams that were in it last year: uh, the Chiefs and the Bengals. Last year, Bengals went from having the fifth overall pick to making the Super Bowl and nearly winning it, coming right down to the wire. This time, they find themselves back in the championship game against the, the Chiefs. I mentioned, you know, obviously the biggest storyline of this one is Mahomes' is how healthy is he with his ankle sprain. Uh, I mean, he's... I I really doubt he's going to miss this game. I mean, I just think he's going to be playing unless it was literally broken and he had no other option. So... um, It's interesting because this line was originally yeah. was originally Chiefs minus one and a half and then it's gone yeah. to Bengals minus one and a half now. And
1: there's only been good reports out of Mahomes. I don't understand. Right. So
0: that's uh yeah that's that's something tricky to monitor. Uh, the total set at 47 and a half. I should I go first again? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I think that this one's a little bit easier to pick than the the NFC Championship game. I I just think the Bengals are going to win, and they're going to cover. We're talking about, I bet against the Chiefs against the spread last week. We all did, actually. We all took the Jags. I mentioned how bad they've been against the spread in the past two seasons. Uh, And the Bengals are number one. The Bengals have had the best against the spread record in the past two seasons. The Chiefs are 27th. So we're talking about two different realms here. And I just think the Bengals are winning and covering uh, Burroughs five and one against the spread in his playoff career. The only time he didn't cover their spread was wildcard weekend against the Ravens. And he, you know, almost did they, it was only by like one and a half. I think he missed out on covering the spread. I say he, like he's the only player, the Bengals. Um, and it's just Mahomes' ankle. I know he's going to play. I know he's going to tough it out. I know there's been encouraging reports. But, I mean, even if he was fully healthy, I think I'd still take the Bengals. The Bengals would be underdogs. I would would take the money line. Um, They just have the Chiefs' number. And, I mean, I think people have the allure of the Chiefs because it's Mahomes and how he took the world by storm his first year as a starter. And he really is – I mean, he is a generational talent. There's no denying that. And he is still probably (laughs) – he is the best quarterback in the NFL. But – I just think the Bengals are they're an equal of a team, if not even a better team, more well-rounded. And I I just think there's still a gap that people think that they're not, but they they were they were they, they, they are. They're right up there with them if not better than the Chiefs and the Bills. I mean, they're clearly better than the Bills. They took care of business quite easily last week and th- there's yet to been any anything to the contrary to say that like they're not better than the Chiefs, you know, and they deserve to be favored in this game. And I think they're going to win. They're going to go back to the Super Bowl. So all those factors combined, I like the Bengals to win and cover the one and a half. Uh, I don't have any reasoning, but I'm going to go with the under, maybe just because of still playing off of uh, Mahomes' health or lack thereof and wouldn't be quite as explosive as they normally are and i just i mentioned it as well before we started to get into this but i'm just so impressed with the bengal's defense i just think that they are just that's the that's the that's the x factor i mean they're even better than they were last year and they made the super bowl last year so i think they're going to really limit the chiefs and uh i could see this being a i don't know i'm just going to throw a score out there maybe a 24 to 20 game 24 20 Bengals, something like that Uh, So I'm going with under my player prop is, is going to be a chalky one, but uh, Kelsey over 77 and a half yards. I just think you can't go wrong with that one. I mean, even, even if Mahomes wasn't even in there, if it was Chad Henney, we saw if you're, if anyone's playing quarterback for the chiefs, who are they going to look for? They're going to look for Travis Kelsey. I mean, he's going to, he's a target monster. It's just, he's the ultimate safety blanket. That's why, we were. Dis- I was discussing with you guys before we hit the record button if I could change it to receptions because if we could, that would be my first pick by far. I mean, there's just no way he's whatever it is. I just take the over if- if for
1: receptions because
0: I don't know how unless it's set at like 12. Like I, I don't know how he's not going to get like.
1: I was gonna say even if it's 11 and a half.
0: Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Uh, he's right gonna get I got like to get
1: 12 receptions. Is- he's
0: got. He's gonna get fifteen targets. Yeah. I feel like. Obviously. Like I don't know how like if there was ever a time for Mahomes to lean even more on Kelsey, it's gonna be this weekend. So I just
1: I don't know. It's, it's seventy seven it. and a half and I think if it's it's not gonna be said twelve, because I think that's that's too high because he had fourteen against I think it'll, the Jags are still be like the worst team against that's probably sounds right because the the Jags are the worst team against the tight the tight ends, uh, the whole year. So I'd, if he got 14 against them, I imagine it'd be set at like eight and a half, maybe 9 Still They'll take yeah.
0: it. I, yeah, I yeah, I that still feels too low to me. I mean, it just it's just crazy. But yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing they'd be going against is like maybe those just be very short passes, but and that's why the yards might not quite get there, but that's the only option I have, and if it doesn't hit, so be it. I would rather lose my bet. Like if I'm going to ride with someone, it's going to be Travis Kelsey. So
1: yeah, that's a good bet.
0: Uh, Shreff.
1: Yeah, I'll go
2: again. Think? Um, well, when it comes to, I'll start off when, when it comes to the spread, I agree with you. Um, I mean obviously if we're talking 100% Mahomes I think this whole conversation is a, a lot different most likely but obviously we're not dealing with 100% Mahomes and as you said this Bengals defense it like the whole team just in general is hitting their stride at the right time we didn't even I mean we didn't even mention the fact that they they trotted out three backup linemen and they completely dominated the line of scrimmage the entire game against mm-hmm. the Bills against the Bills defensive line that I was seeing all weekend like over the last three years or something like that, they've invested, like, five or six, like, early, like, pretty good draft picks, plus Von Miller. Like, they've they've put a lot of thought into their defensive line, and the Bengals trotted out three backups and just, like, dominated them for 60 minutes. Like, not even close. So it, it it's a scary sight there, and Joe Burrow, like, just can't miss. Obviously, having Jamar, T. Higgins, Boyd, uh Hayden Hurst has been really good for them too. It seems like he's kind of found his role uh, as a tight end there. Joe so Mixon is kind of starting to turn it on now. So like the, the whole team is just hitting their stride all at once here. Uh, the coaching has been unreal. Zach Taylor's been really good. Chiefs are still a really good team, but I mean, the the Chiefs they they're gonna live and die by their quarterback, and if he's not, if he can't do everything that he normally does, it's gonna be tough for him. And all, all it comes down to for me, I I think the Bengals are just a better football team. In, in this current moment. So Ed, the fact that it's a pick em I'll, I'll take the Bengals minus one and a half. Um I am on the other side. I am gonna take the over forty seven and a half, not on the under. Um the, the main reason I'm doing it is just I don't care what percent he's at, I'm still not gonna count out Patrick Mahomes to at least put up points. Like I it I have a hard time buying that he won't at least be able to kind of keep it close most of the game with them. I don't think the Chiefs will win, but I like I don't. I don't foresee this being a blowout in any way, shape, or form. And I mean, no matter what, even if this is like a eighty percent Mahomes, I, I still think he. I still think they're going to be able to move the ball well. Pacheco's been unreal for them. Obviously, Kelsey's about as secure of a target as they come. Um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping they get Kadarius Tony involved a little. I've been kind of waiting to see him. Uh, I feel like they haven't used him as much as I'd like to. Um, so that would be good. But. I think points are going to get scored, so I'm taking the over. And then for the player prop, this is kind of in line with what I was saying about uh, I don't care what percent he's at. I'm going to take Mahomes over 270.5 passing yards. Um, I know it's mm-hmm. a risky one. I know it's a risky one because of the injury, but I'm taking a little bit of a gamble just based on the fact that how often are you going to see a Mahomes line at 270.5? And, uh, and if the game goes the way that I'm expecting it's going to, where – Chiefs might be playing from behind a little bit early on. No matter how healthy he is, he, he's going to have to throw the ball. So I, I think he's going to keep throwing the ball, and as long as his arm's working, I, I think he's going to throw for a lot of yards. So I'm going angles minus 1.5, over 47.5, and, and then Mahomes over 270.5 passing yards. I think I really like that. I like the taking a stab at –
0: yeah, it is a discount. I mean, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. There is a health concern, but
1: um, they're Chiefs, man. They're going to air it out. So always. Um, you guys got a lot of my thoughts on the game or covered it. Uh, I'm with you guys for the pick. Bengals just are two. I think are one of you said are just better, more ra- well-rounded team. I've been trying to say the past, like latter half of the season that the Bengals should be more regularly talked in the same category as the Chiefs, Bills, as that AFC trio, and I more imagine the they will time. be now. Right. So I think they're playing with a chip on their shoulder for being a little bit disrespected in that regard. Um, they also like are audibly playing with a chip on their shoulder, like... Did you hear what Zach Taylor said in his post game about how it's inconveniencing logistics and in what the league has sorted out? Because, um, like, they, they, the, the NFL just... I don't... They... If they got a Chiefs-Bills matchup, they just thought of the plan to relocate that to neutral site. And the whole coin tossing of the AFC North title, they weren't happy about. Um... And the fact that they, I don't, and well, how did they not do the, the potential neutral site for Chiefs, or sorry, for Bengals, Bills? When like that game is literally what, like the yeah. outcome of that game would determine who went home field. I don't feel That's kind of, doesn't really make sense to me. Because um, it was
0: impossible for them to play in the AFC Championship game.
1: But why does that have to be AFC Championship? Like, why is that? They played each other in the playoffs. You know? You're right. I don't so, know. I feel like they have a little bit of disrespect there. Playing behind Joe Burrow, they're they're just he's the ultimate leader and winner. So I think Bengals are the pick. A little surprised. Well, I know you believe the Bengals are better and gonna win, but I I feel like the public's gonna be the Bengals, Mitchell. Yeah, I'm seeing right now on FanDuel, eighty five percent of the money and eighty percent of the bets are on the Bengals. Um so I just
0: I just can't. It's hard to bet against Joe Burrow. I it doesn't. He's like a numbers-defying player. When it's just like
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's playing the game, he wins the game.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he, how
0: many times in this? I mean, I know he lost. They lost the Super Bowl, but I mean still like that guy? He got sacked. How many times in the playoffs last year? It was nine against the Titans. So many, and he I think like matter. seven or eight in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and now the offensive line looks a lot better and the defense looks a lot better. And it's just, he exudes a type of confidence that no one has in the NFL. I mean, people can talk a game, talk up a game or, you know, put up fake confidence or whether it's real or not, but you just get the sense that it's a hundred percent genuine with him. And it's, uh, I, I believe him when he says he's going to win. Like I, I just, I just, I don't, he's a type of player that I, I think I'm throwing out the numbers. So,
2: yeah, 100. Well, because we, I mean, we, we kind of talked about that too when we did our, um, our like future QB rankings. We all were pretty much on the same page where it was like, yeah, like Herbert and Allen might have like the better physical tools, but like if we're talking playoff runs, Super Bowls, who do we want? Like Burrow, Burrow's above both of them, like for sure.
1: Mm hmm uh so for my total i'm with go over and i didn't dig into numbers really um it's kind of just more of a feel what i'm hoping for or not just hoping for i guess everyone's hoping for entertaining shootout but we'll just kind of see how this playing out uh the one knock that you guys covered is that mahomes is injured but i still think similar to what uh i mean it's different because the injury happened in game and adrenaline is rushing but and on that stage i feel like in the ac championship adrenaline is going to rush again and injury may not limit him as much as uh the sports book is telling us with them being underdogs at home um so yeah that's my uh that's my total my player prop i'm going with t higgins over 50 also, same as Miles Sanders, over 55.5 receiving yards. A um, couple of reasons. Chiefs' pass defense isn't great. I think they rank tw- low 20s, I want to say, in terms of yards allowed. Uh, and T. Higgins, I feel like we're forgetting a little about, and he's been a little under the radar since the DeMar Hamlin game, which he was directly involved in. So the following game, he only put up... I think Higgins himself got hurt in that following game against the the Ravens um, and was, I think, uh, shaken up a little bit mentally as well. But he's been working his way back. Still hasn't hit that total the past two games in the playoffs, but I feel like he's, that means he's due for a big game. A lot of attention is going to be on Chase because of what he has done recently and what he's done in the playoffs. So uh, Higgins, we talked about, he's extremely talented. I think 55.5 is kind of low for him. So... He's my over in player prop.
0: All right, there you have it. And it does make me—I don't know. You, 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 I'm not gonna lie, Jack. You did spook me a little bit with yours. All three of us are on the Bengals, and all, everyone else is on the Bengals. But uh, I'm gonna—I'm—I'm I'm not gonna be fooled by that too much anymore after last week with the the Cowboys and the Niners. So I'm just gonna trust my brain and what I see and what I feel. So. Shref, uh mm. read off what we got.
2: Okay. Uh Mitchell has the Eagles minus two and a half, the under forty-six and a half, and then he took Brock Purdy under two hundred and sixteen and a half passing yards. And then he took the Bengals minus one and a half, under forty-seven and a half, and Travis Kelsey over seventy-seven and a half receiving yards. I took Eagles minus two and a half, under forty-six and a half, AJ Brown over seventy and a half receiving yards. Bengals minus one and a half over 47 and a half, And then Patrick Mahomes over 270 and a half passing yards. And then Jack took the Niners plus two and a half under 46 and a half, Miles Sanders under 55 and a half rushing yards. And then the Bengals minus one and a half over 47 and a half, And then T Higgins over 55 and a half receiving yards.
0: I'm gonna be honest, the only player prop I don't like is AJ Brown. Mm. I like the Mahomes, I like both of Jacks, and I obviously like both of mine, but I'm just not feeling the AJ Brown one for some reason.
2: I think big time players step up in big time games, big time games, Mitchell, that's what I think. Yeah, that's that's, that's
0: fair. You got me there. You got me that's there.
2: That's my rebuttal to you. To yeah.
0: Uh all right. Well, I'm hoping we get some Very competitive games. Obviously, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Best of luck, Shref. I I mean, you mean that? I do mean that. I mean, I I want it to be a hard fought game. I want the better team to end up going on. Uh, No, I don't, but I'm saying.
2: Oh, wait. So so that means that you. Oh, interesting.
0: (laughs) What I meant to say there was. You know, if the Eagles were to move on, I want it to be because they deserved it, not because of some fluky play that put them in there. And really, the Forty Nineers should be in there. That's just, you know, I think that that's fair. Is that fair? That's fair of me to say.
2: I okay. I respect I I respect that opinion. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's it. I mean, it's so sad. We have three games of football left. That is. Yeah, it's tough. That's gut-wrenching to say. Forget the Pro Bowl uh,
2: competitions.
0: Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, it is flag football this year, so yeah, maybe. Is. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe that's something.
1: Maybe that's some juice. I legitimately think it does. Like, it's flag football. They're going to try, I think. Like, it's not like in tackle football, like, they're just going to, like, let up. It's not real football. But, like, they'll play flag football, I feel like, to, like, what flag football should be, which it's entertaining. I, it's, well, like... Are linemen going to be out there running routes? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tune in for sure. See how it goes. I feel like I'm viewing this Pro Bowl. I don't even watch the regular, normal Pro Bowl, but I'm viewing it more optimistically than I think most are. I think it could be fun.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's definitely worth a try. So, yeah, I, I it, definitely more looking forward to it than you know years past for sure. Um. All right. There we have it, folks. Thank you for listening to the episode. Um, send us your picks if you agree, disagree, and uh, Florida and Georgia, please legalize sports betting um, hmm. because it makes no sense. Why it's You're not so? Here. Yeah, I'm in Georgia. I, I didn't say that, but uh, and Jack's obviously in Florida, but yeah, we. Um, can't place any wagers so boys come on yeah the boys need some help come on legislators in those respective states get on the ball um all right share the show with your friends your enemies your dental hygienists and follow us on instagram at hogland podcast and we will see you next week
2: with another episode
1: see
0: you
2: thoughts prayers matt stairs county fairs grizzly bears Kevin Ware, Armpit Hair, Evil Lairs, Nightmares, Prickly Pears, Tender Care, Chocolatey Clares, Juan Pierre, Solitaire, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Who Cares, Playoff Affairs, Divisional Scares, and Sun Glares.